everyone, and welcome to the Ricky Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Prophet, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today for episode number 24. So let's talk about branding and rebranding yourself, because that's really what we're all about here at the Ricky Life, right? We try something new, it works out great, we're so happy. It doesn't work out, well, we just dust ourselves off and try again tomorrow. But I want to walk you through how I am, where I am today, and all the crazy ideas I've had along the way. Because I didn't just wake up one day and think, you know, I want to start a podcast or maybe a blog. And this is exactly what I want to talk about. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to go through all the wild ideas I've had in the last four years, which includes a food truck full of cinnamon rolls and coffee. Yum. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) But if you're new here, welcome to the Ricky Life. Let me tell you some of the other fun things we talk about. We focus on what it means to start something new, even when you have no idea where to begin, how to develop new skills in all areas of your life, and how to develop that it factor that'll keep you motivated every single day. So join us as we dive headfirst into what it means to be a rookie. Come on, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. So y'all know I'm all about transparency and honesty and all the good things that come along with being a rookie, but I want to let you know up front, something crazy happened when I recorded this episode. The wrong microphone was plugged in. So if it sounds a little weird or a little wonky, I apologize. But I really didn't feel the need to record everything because you can still hear the great stories and the amazing content that's being shared here. It just sounds a little different. And I apologize for that. The quality of it could definitely be way, way better. And it's not the standard that I'm used to delivering to you guys. But I know that if I re-recorded all the things that I said, they wouldn't sound as authentic as they do in the original one. So I left it as it is, and I hope that you forgive me and know that I do know that there's a difference, and I can see it, and this has been added to my checklist to make sure that this doesn't happen ever again. But I hope you enjoy this episode of the Rookie Life Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Rookie Podcasting. It's the perfect course for beginner podcasters. Whether you're starting from ground zero or you're already live, the information in this course is designed to help you through the first five months of your podcast. The course is designed to walk you through how I started my podcast, how I captured an audience of raving fans, and how I was able to reach a thousand downloads in under five months. And when you finish rookie podcasting, you'll know how to start, launch, and market your podcast. Plus, you'll have five months worth of content ideas from day one. How awesome is that? If you're intimidated by tech, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. We walk you through the basic equipment that you need, the software that's important, and other steps that can feel totally overwhelming. 
because trust me, if I can figure this out, so can you. Since enrollment is closed right now and you can't join us just yet, I wanted to do something special for you while you wait for the doors to open again. You can join our wait list and enjoy a free podcast checklist download while you wait for the doors to open. This is the checklist that I look at every time before I publish anything on my podcast. It is a must-have to make sure you're doing all the things needed to have a successful podcast. So you can join the Thrifty Podcasting wait list at crystalprofit.com slash rookiepodcasting. That's crystal with a K, profit with two F's, two T's, rookie podcasting. So join us today and be notified when the doors open again. Hey rookies and welcome back to episode 24. Before we dive right into the awesome program I have to share with you today, I wanted to let you know a couple of things. The first is that I wanted to remind you that we always provide the show notes for each episode. So if you're interested in learning more about any of our guests or any of the things that we talk about here on the show, then visit crystalprofit.com podcast. That's crystal with a K, profit with two F's and two T's, and go check out the show notes for this week's episode. The next thing I wanted to remind you is to be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. There are some really exciting things around the corner and I can't wait to share them with you. And while you're at it, please rate and review the show on iTunes. We just did another giveaway, y'all, and it's just so much fun to do these things. We're going to keep choosing random reviewers to receive some really cool Rookie Life merchandise. You can leave a star rating between one and five stars, but here's what you need to do to be considered for the drawing. You have to leave a comment on what you think of the show, or you can tell other people what your favorite episode has been, or you can list some topics that you want to hear us talk about in the future, but you have to leave a comment to be considered for the drawing. I don't want you to miss out on the opportunity to get some really cool stuff, because who knows what the prize will be next time. Okay, now that we've gotten all the business side of things out of the way, let's talk about all the crazy ideas I've had in the last four years and the right way to brand yourself. Okay, so I know this episode is all about branding or rebranding yourself, but in order to do that, I want to give you a little background on where I've been and the stages that I've personally gone through in my life. So let's go through some of the titles that I've carried, and if you can relate to any of these, then you totally understand what I mean whenever I say rebranding, or you can think of it as reinventing yourself, because at each stage of life, and again, this is just the rookie way, we have to figure out the new normal, or the new things that we're going to do, our new routines, or the new people we need to talk to to get help from. So I'm just going to start with the list of titles that I have carried so far in my life. I've been a student, whether that was a high school student or a college student. I was a home health sales consultant. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I've been a pampered chef consultant. I've been a project accountant. I've been a stay-at-home mom. I've been a working mom, I've been a commuter, I've been a work-from-home associate, I've been a volunteer at the library, 
I've been a homeroom mom and I've been a soccer team mom and I've gone through so many transitions of rebranding in my life but those are just some of the things that I just thought of off the top of my head like I could probably keep going and going and diving but we don't have time for all that ain't nobody got time for all the titles that I've had in my life but I just kind of wanted to give you an idea a background of where I'm coming from but what I want to talk about today is rebranding yourself professionally. So I've been on this online journey for the past four years now, and I've really learned some things about who I am and who I want to be. I've realized that I'm really good at starting new things, but not always the best at following through or seeing something through to completion. And I don't think that has anything to do with not picking the right passion or not doing this or not doing that. I think it's simply that some of them were bad ideas and it was okay to not finish all the projects I've ever wanted to start. But there have been some several ventures that I thought were a great idea until I came to the harsh reality that they just weren't. So I'm gonna take us down a path real fast and don't worry, I'll come back to rebranding and branding yourself, but I wanna tell you something that's a little crazy, but I know there are a lot of you listening out there who are trying to find your passion or your next business idea and I've gotten asked a lot about how I've found my passion and what I'm doing right now. So let's walk through all of the crazy ideas I've had over the past four years. So for this episode, I opened up my Google Docs, my Google Drive, I looked in everything. And if you're not familiar with Google Docs, then this is where it's basically Word online. I'm sure if you're out there and you've done anything with computers for a long time, you know exactly what Word is. You probably know what Google is too. So Google Drive and Google Docs are a way for you to have all of your stuff in the cloud. It's online. I can access these files on my phone, on someone else's phone, on a computer. Like they're just, they're always within fingertips reach to me, which is great because I'm on the go a lot. And whenever I'm in the gym and I have an idea, all I have to do is pull out my phone, type it up real fast, and then keep going about my day. It's just been the best thing because I don't always have pen and paper on me and I forget things a lot. So Google Docs has saved my life. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. But what I did for this episode is I opened up my Google Docs and in there's a search bar, kind of like Google, and I typed in the word idea, which is what I tend to name things when I'm out and about and just something interesting hits me, like just right in the brain and I cannot ignore it. So for example, like I would just put, oh, this is a taco idea or this is a party idea. Like it just, it just depends on the day. Like y'all, I don't even, I'm not even gonna read you the weirdest things I've put in there. These are just some of the more sane things that I'm gonna read to you. But does this happen to anyone else? Like you have a million ideas all the time and I, just, I hope if at least a few of you are nodding along or saying yes right now, but anyway. So I'm gonna read you some of the things that I wanted to share just to let you know that if you have a lot of ideas, that's okay. It's okay. I think it's it's not okay if you ignore every idea that you have. I think that it's good to 
get it out on paper. Maybe you just need to write it down on a post-it note and then throw it away later. You just need to literally get it out of your brain. I've talked about brain dumps before where you just kind of, you know, just blech, like get it all out and just get it out of your mind. That way you can concentrate on other things. And I think that that's what I have to do. Honestly, I think that's why I started writing in the first place because I had all these ideas and these goals and these dreams in my mind and I'm like going crazy like I just got to get it out so I started writing them down well now I can't stop and now I'm speaking about these ideas and so anyway I digress once again but let's go into the ideas that I've had over the last four years so the first one and this is actually a recent one that I would like to pursue in the future, but it's not something that I want to concentrate on right now. And it's a book idea. It's called The Rookie Mama, Embarrassing Stories from My First Decade of Parenting. And I still, like, I, I still really want to write this book because y'all, like, being a mom to three boys has completely kept me on my toes. And I already have a whole outline for the stories I would write for this book, like, I, it literally took me 10 minutes one day. I sat down and just this idea kept coming back to me over and over again, like, oh, like, oh, you remember that funny story? Oh, you remember when that happened? Oh, ha, ha you know, and oh my gosh, like, it's just, it's probably too embarrassing, really, to say some of the things that have happened as a mom and just Oh my gosh, y'all, it's just, it's another ride. Like, it's, nothing will prepare you for motherhood. I don't care how many books you read or what, like, the, just the things that have happened. You guys, being a mom, like, it's just, so anyway, that's one of my book ideas. Another one that I found when I was scrolling through my Google Docs is a cookbook idea. So I love to cook. I love to cook. It's something that I'm so grateful for. And I'm just so happy that I've had the time to explore cooking while I've been at home with our kids. When I first started staying at home, I was obsessed with watching The Pioneer Woman and all the other cooking shows that I just, it was just on repeat in the background. I was doing laundry. I was just constantly consuming ways to prepare food because I wasn't a very good cook. And I wanted all the tips and all the tricks that I could get. I don't watch a lot of those shows now, but I just love still like those tasty videos. Oh my gosh. Like, are you kidding me? Like those, anytime a food video pops up on my Facebook feed, like I have to stop. I'm mesmerized. Like I could watch food videos for hours, which is why I can't, we don't have food network at home because it, I wouldn't get anything done. But anyway, so and I've created some pretty dang good recipes myself that maybe I'll share with the world one day. But for now, I'll just keep throwing in, you know, this and that until, you know, I take the time to write it all down. Because I honestly, I don't follow all the recipes. Maybe I should. But I make a lot of it up as we go along, right? Because that's, that's just the rookie way. Like, I'm... I live this stuff day in, day out. I kind of fly by the seat of my pants most of the time. But hey, it's worked for me. So that is my cookbook idea. Then I opened up another document that said potential blog ideas. And honestly, I, I didn't know what this was. I was like, what was I talking about? And I can go back and I can look at the dates on these. I think this one was September of this year. 
So I was thinking about starting a new blog or, you know, should I do a spinoff from crystalprofit.com? Should I create one for the podcast? Like, what should I do? So these were my other blog ideas. And the first one is theprofitlife.com. And it's spelled like our last name. Then we have livingprofitably.com. I don't really know what that one was going to be about. And then raisingmenofgod.com. I still really like that. So I'd say this prayer every single morning. And it's just, if you've followed, you know, my book and everything that I do, I talk about um, if you have long words that you want to pray about in your prayer list, I just put the initials down because I, I have to... Well, my prayer list is long, long, long. So I put initials in there. So I put R-M-O-G, that's Raising Men of God, every day. And this is something I pray about every single day because I need help raising these boys. I can't do it alone. And uh, I don't come by patience naturally. It's something that I have to have the Lord give me and help me, you know, Jesus take the wheel. This is something that I pray about every day. So, um, I don't know, I guess I was thinking maybe this is a blog that I could start to help other mamas of little boys. I'm not really sure, but that's the other blog idea. Then I have thisprofitlife.com. Again, I don't really know what that one was going to be about either. Then I have livewithprofit.com. So I think that all of these were just kind of ideas, again, that were like bugging me and I felt like I needed to write them down, but um, those are my potential blog ideas that were swirling around in my head. And then this is the one, so this is really funny. So maybe I should like put a PDF on the website and actually show you what a screenshot of these ideas are because this is how my brain works. Like it's not just the words for some of these that's written out. Like, yes, the potential blog ideas was literally like a blank sheet and it said potential blog ideas and then it had the blog names. But the next one I'm about to tell you about, I created a full-blown business plan. A business, like I'm talking about with a SWOT analysis and competitors and pricing and marketing strategies. Like y'all, like I went a deep dive off the deep end into this idea but this is how my brain works and this is how I flesh out ideas to see you know is this worth something pursuing or is this just a crazy whim of an idea that I have like like what what is this thing but the other idea that I had is for web design okay so this is like I said, this is just something, another thing that happens to me. Like, I figure out how to do something. I design my own website. And then all of a sudden, I think, oh, I can make this a business. I can create websites. And I'm not even saying that I liked creating websites or that I created an awesome website. But I'm just... My brain is like a serial entrepreneur. Like, it's like, oh, you can do this, you can do that. And it's just, I have to brain dump all of these things because I'm just like, what are you thinking? Like, you're kind of a little crazy. At least most of them are. Some of them have been pretty good and they've panned out. I have a blog. I have, you know, books that I've written and things like that. But then I look at this and I'm like, what are you, what, a web designer? Like, you, no, what are, no, we're not doing this. Like, I have 
I guess split personalities. I don't even know. Maybe we should just go see a therapist. It would be just cheaper than, you know, sitting here fleshing these ideas out with y'all. But you know what? It's what we're doing. This is this is how we're going because maybe there's someone out there just nodding along saying, yep, that's me. Yep, I've experienced that. So we're going to keep going with this. But these ideas hit me and then they will not go away until I write them down or talk them out with someone else. And I'll be honest, not everyone gets my crazy ideas either. So I'm very careful with who I say these things out loud to and when I tell someone about these crazy ideas. Because I don't want to seem like I'm flaky or that I've lost focus of what I'm currently working on. But sometimes these ideas just won't start jumping up and down in my brain like a toddler, like wanting more goldfish. Like, yes, we can do this. We can do this. I can do this. Yeah, we know web design. Yeah, we can do this. Until the toddler goes and crashes in the corner and takes a nap. And I think that that's when I get the rest of my stuff actually done. It's whenever the toddler in my brain that wants to come up with all these ideas just kind of takes a chill pill and go, like, you need to go to your room, please, because I'm actually trying to run a fully functional business here. But anyway, the next idea I had was my food truck idea. And I'm just going to tell you, like, I'm just going to be really real. If money weren't an option, I still think I would do this. Like, I would own just a cute little food truck that I could do whenever I wanted. And I could have it whenever I wanted it. And I would sell coffee and cinnamon rolls. Maybe bagels, but mostly just coffee and cinnamon rolls. Like on a gorgeous beach in Italy or Greece or somewhere. I don't I don't even know. And I just I it would make me so happy. I don't know why. I don't know where this comes from. Maybe it's from all of the um the food trucks that have become so popular and I've had some terrible food truck experiences. <laughs> But I've also had some really, really great ones, and I just, I love the concept of a food truck. And I have completely fleshed out this business idea, too. And I've talked to my husband about it, and he knows, like, he knows. Like, if you say, oh, has Crystal ever wanted to start a food truck? He would tell you, yeah, I think she wanted to do a breakfast taco truck, because that was my idea when I first started staying at home. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And I just, I love the idea of just being able to go and, you know, do my thing and pack up and leave at 2 p.m. if I want to or whatever time, you know, whenever people stop showing up. So those are just some of the crazy ideas that I've had. But the reason why I bring them up today is I want you to know that I can take any one of these ideas and run with it tomorrow if I wanted to. I could write that book. I could start a new company or I could create that beautiful cinnamon roll coffee food truck. I could. And I know that I could. And you may say, well, you know, man, how, how does she seem so confident that all of it's going to work out? And this is where I want us to hang out for a while. Because what the rookie life is all about is accepting that we don't always know how it's going to work out. We're just rookies, right? So step one to all of this is admitting that not everything is going to go according to your plan. Or better yet, even go to any plan whatsoever. And step two is accepting that you are the business, no matter what you do. 
So I'm going to say the word you, but I'm really talking about myself in this scenario. I know it might sound a little confusing, but just roll with it. So you are the person who would be selling web design ideas to clients. You are the person who'd be selling that cookbook. You are the person who'd be running that cinnamon roll coffee food truck. You are the person who'd be creating content for that new blog idea. So all of those scenarios involve you, which I know that's me, but bear with me here. You are what people buy. People buy you. They don't buy your product. They don't buy what you're selling unless you're just Walmart and they come in and, hey, this is what I need. I'm going to go. I'll see you later. People buy you. So I'm confident that I could start or do any of these businesses tomorrow and they'd work out because I'm confident in my ability to brand myself no matter the business or the idea that I have. Okay, so now I know that we've talked about crazy ideas and branding ourselves like no matter what we're doing because we're going to brand us, right? The you, we're going to brand us. I'm going to brand me. But let's talk about rebranding ourselves when we're trying to pivot to an entirely different season of life. Because whenever I think about life, I always think about it in seasons because otherwise it would just be exhausting all the time. For example, we just finished soccer season and there were practices two different nights a week because we had two kids that were doing soccer. We had games at two different times on Saturdays. I think we were lucky to have one time where they were actually back-to-back -back and everything just flowed one right into the other. You know, everyone go home, yay, it's over. But most of the time that wasn't the case. It was just, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to buckle up and we're going to do this. We're going to get through it together as a family. It was a season of life. So some seasons are just red hot with momentum. You're in a groove. You've got it going on. Like, you know, you know, everyone's bedtime, everyone's schedules. You're all just in sync 100% together, whether it's professionally or personally. And some seasons are cold with just a little bit of boredom kind of sprinkled in. You know what I'm talking about, either those summer months when everyone's driving each other insane and you can't wait for the kids to go back to school because, oh my gosh, I need help. Or you're just kind of floating there like, what are we really doing? Like, we don't really have a purpose for the things that we're doing in our life. Some seasons are just right for growth. And I think about gardening and, you know, the springtime. I love the springtime when everything goes from, like, winter kind of depresses me a little bit. When everything dies and it's really dark, like, it's just kind of, it's sad. I like to see the green and the flowers and just the birds singing and the little baby animals, like all that. It's just, I love that. So I think about that in a professional perspective too, that sometimes some seasons are just ripe for growth. And then some seasons are when we just need to start all over. And those are really hard. I think coming to the realization that we've either messed up or we just need to go in a totally new direction, it's really hard to accept that. But that's why I wanted to talk about rebranding. 
So the number one thing I want you to remember when you're trying to rebrand yourself, again, personally and professionally, is to remember who you are at your core, right? Because that's the most important thing you can do at any stage of the process. Who are you? Who do you want to be? And where do you see yourself going? So let me give you an example of how this has kind of manifested in my life. I had a job once where I conformed to the ways of the office. I started talking like everyone else that was there, which was kind of toxic and ended up being pretty detrimental to my day-to-day existence. There was just, there was so much cussing involved and at least so much more than I normally do. <laughs> and I was participating in conversations that now I'm, I'm pretty ashamed to say that was pretty awful behavior. There was a lot of gossip and bad mouthing and words that were just toxic to me, to my spirit. And I didn't realize until I left that job how much it was affecting me every single day. And I started feeling better about myself because, and I wasn't constantly worried whether other people were gossiping about me too whenever I left that job. But the point of that whole story is to not lose sight of yourself throughout any stage or any season of life. I lost sight of myself. I was trying to be someone that I thought they wanted me to be or someone that I thought I was supposed to be and I really, really lost sight of myself. And it took me a while after I was done with that job to figure out, is this who I wanna be? Like this is who I've been for the past few years but do I really wanna live this way professionally? Do I wanna come home as this person personally? No, I didn't, I didn't want that. So I want you to think about all those questions that do you know who you are or who you want to be? Because once you figure that out, it's pretty easy to pivot yourself in a way that's sellable. And really, I think the hardest part of the whole process is just understanding exactly who you want to be and knowing how to get there. Because I know that's been the hardest part of my journey As you can see from the ideas and the stories that I've shared, I've been through somewhat of an identity crisis over the past four years. But if it wasn't for those months and even years of trying new ideas, I wouldn't be where I am today with a clear focus on exactly what I want to do and who I want to be. So how do you go from one brand identity to the next? My answer is simple. Just be yourself. That's the only way to really and truly brand anything. Because really, in a sense, you can't rebrand yourself. You can't. You can't change who you are at your core. You are you. And unless you've been living a separate life, you're still going to be yourself in your new venture. Yes, your logo may be different and the clients you go after may change. But in the end, you're still going to be yourself. Because people buy you, not what you're selling, whether it's a cookbook, a web design, or a cinnamon roll from a food truck. People buy you. So just be yourself and you won't have to rebrand anything. Be authentically you. The truest you that you can be everywhere that you are. Whether it's Personally, whenever you're hanging out with family and friends or going to church or going to the grocery store, be you. Be yourself whenever you're at work. 
don't put on this facade of, oh, I have all my stuff together and I'm a perfect mom and I'm a perfect employee and I'm this and I'm that. No, be yourself. I'm weird and I'm quirky and I'm loud and I've accepted that. Like, I don't apologize for the way that I am because there are people out there who love me just the way that I am. And I appreciate them for accepting that this is who I'm going to be no matter what I do in life. I'm still me. Even with this podcast, on my blog, in my books, this is me. So no matter what I choose to do in this life, I know I will be able to do it fully well to the best of my ability because I'm just being myself. I'm showing up as me every single day. So I encourage you to do the exact same thing. But that does it for episode 24. Just remember to go check out the show notes, subscribe to the show, and be sure to leave a comment and a review. So go out into the world and be you. Be the best damn you that you can be. And stay tuned for next week's show. And remember, keep it up, rookies. We all have to start somewhere.